welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm streaming this one live on Facebook because I want all of my data to be taken. Is there anything better than one's data being mined, really, when you think about it? Because to be special enough to have your data taken, your data stolen, is truly a wonderful thing. It means that you're a, a special person who is just, oh my God, this is so, I get this thing on my computer where somebody calls in the middle and it just takes over my whole computer. Tell me what that's all about. I don't know what it's all about. Anyway, um, all right, let's start again. Thank you to everyone who's watching me live on Facebook. Let me know if you're still watching this. Otherwise, I'll just keep going, and I will tell you this is Nick Flanagan Weekly, your favorite multiple episode per week podcast ho hosted by a, a guy lucky enough to have been born in the, the heart of the greater Toronto area. That's right. Where am I from? The Six. Hogtown, the big smoke. Where have I been? I've been all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are still player hating. Do you know who's the ultimate player hater? Uh, Dr. Robotnik in, in Sonic the Hedgehog. He hates the player. The bad guys in every video game are player haters. But sometimes when there is no player, they hate the computer player in the demo of the video games. Uh, this is your favorite podcast done by a uh, bad at video game gamer who is collecting for long dead systems for no good reason with the last of his money and has used cryptocurrency to buy video games. This is your favorite podcast by someone like that. This is your favorite podcast by somebody who is wearing shredded skull candy headphones given to him during his tenure co-hosting the Danko Jones podcast, which was sponsored by Skull Candy. Or so he told me. Maybe he just bought a bunch of uh, Skullcandy headphones and gave them to me as presents in payment. I don't, I'm not privy to this information. What information am I privy to? I'll tell you. I'm into information about what I'm grateful for. Every time I get on this mic, I like to start things off by telling you how grateful I am. What am I grateful for today? Uh, access to good smells. You know? I can just buy lavender smell anytime I want. Eucalyptus smell anytime. Cinnamon access. Back in the olden days, you had to live in a nice area for good smells. Now you could live in a sewer. But if you got Dr. Teal's bath salts, you poured the bath salts in the sewer, and you got yourself a great smelling, disease-infested, horror water bath. But it, smell, it will smell better. Flowers everywhere. Bergamot. Is that a flower? Cardamom. Not a flower, but a good smell. Jasmine. Great smell. Can have it. Just get the tea. So great smells. I salute you. Also grateful, also grateful for uh, uh, libraries. Wow. Libraries. Shout out if you like libraries. I love a library. Go to the library. It's a real... Uh, it's a real... Uh, people of the world tour where i'm at you go in there there's some homeless people enjoying some water gossip having a time enjoying things possibly 
looking at pornography on the library computer, which I think should be allowed just because where else are these folks supposed to do that? But, you know, private booths. That's my recommendation. Just allow private booths for people without homes to uh, erotically satisfy themselves without fear of uh, reprisal or turning off the public. Also, I am great. Well, no, let's get more. I'm grateful for libraries because not only can you take out a book there from the library, go in there, you see the uh, Turner, no, uh, bad example. You see the Da Vinci Code. You see the Da Vinci Code over in the library and you're like, hey, well, I've never read the Da Vinci Code. You got a card? You're good to go. Time to read the Da Vinci Code. You can't do that in a bookstore. You go to a bookstore, you see the Da Vinci Code, you got to pay for it. If you try to walk out with it or show them your library card, they're going to say, what the hell? They might smack you with a book, but a library is something I'm grateful for because they don't yell at you if you try to take the book. They just say, you got to show the card. And then on top of that, if you do want to buy a book, they've got these remaindered books outside of libraries. You pay a dollar. You know what I got? A, a compendium of fantasy short stories. I got that for a dollar the other week. Haven't thought about it since. We'll probably eventually throw it in a garbage. But the idea that I could just buy this, no problemo, that's gorgeous. I'm grateful. What else is good about libraries? Yeah, well, there's also these, these places that sell the cheap books. Those places are great. But I feel a little othered when I go to those. Because if you're a guy like me, you're, you go to some used bookstore, you got used books to sell. You know, you got these used books and you have used the, if you're anything like me, the term used, whoa, that is deep use that you're doing. So if I give you a book, say it's a, the novelization of Dick Tracy from the late 1980s, a book that came out before the movie came out and was so good that they changed the plot of the movie to reflect the well-written aspects of the book, just saying. If I've got that, it's got dead mosquitoes on it from when I'm at a cottage reading it. It's got turmeric all over it from when I'm adding turmeric to my fruit salads because it's healthy. It's the pages are ripped. I've written notes. <laughs> the big boy Caprice, I'll put next to his name, the bad guy, because i got to remember he's the bad guy. Dick Tracy, I'll put next to him, detective. So that every time I'm reading his name, oh yeah, he's a detective. Uh, so my point is that I use these books. And this is why it's more important for me to go to a library than a used book. So I go to the library. If I'm going to buy a used book with my turmeric-ridden fingers, I don't go spend money on it. If I'm going to the library, well, I'm, I'm not going to spend money at a bookstore. So you show up, you bring your books, a pile of books. They look, take one look at the book and they go, this is a guide to Windows 98. And it doesn't have a front cover. I don't want it. And then you're holding this book like a fool. Everyone in the used bookstore is looking at you. They say, this is an incredibly soiled copy of Omni Magazine. We can do nothing with it. The scientific information here is so outdated that we, we don't want anything to do with your used books. Oh my God. Hunter Thompson, he's not cool anymore. You can't get a sell us... Well, my point is I'm walking out with the same pile of books I walked in with. That doesn't happen at the library. 
I walk in, you can, you, here's a great thing about the library. Let me tell you another reason I'm so grateful for the library. I'm grateful for the library because you can bring those books back in any condition. You get it in perfect condition and you bring it back and it's got smoked meat all over it, mustard, mustard evidence on the back and the front. You've drawn a mustache on John Updike. They don't say boo. You gotta, you don't want to do that thing where the guy or the gal, the librarian is there and you hand it to them. You don't want that. You want to put it in a slot of some sort. You don't want that face-to-face, I know what you did thing at the library. But that's another great thing about the library. You can return a book. You don't have to deal with anybody. You go to a Chapters, Indigo, Borders. You go there with the book to return. They give you the... Why do you want to return it? Uh, I don't agree with the contents. Maybe so, but you've also... You've also... Honestly... That looks like pee on the book. You peed on the book. No, it came that way. That's why I'm returning it. Those are the ideas I don't agree with, peeing on books. And they stink eye you, you stink eye them. You're not returning that book. It's just not happening. So libraries, very grateful for libraries. Uh, Third thing I'm grateful for is this is, (laughs) I'm recording this in the month of September. And so when the song See You in September was written, that was about now. So uh, this is a great time to listen to the song See You in September. And uh, I will say that uh, September, I am grateful for September in general. I'll get into that in a second. But I'm especially grateful for uh, the weather in September. You know what I'm saying? When it's hot in September, it's not the kind of boiling heat that uh, you're suddenly living in a humid soup There's no end in sight. Even if it's a hot day, you're thinking to yourself, it's going to be cooler very soon. So I love this heat. But more likely, there's a small breeze and uh, the wasps are dying. There are not energetic wasps. They have no energy. Mosquitoes are gone. You can wander. Actually, that's not true. I, I, I sat outside today to read the philosophic works of Epictetus, who I've been posting pictures of on my Instagram. Uh, I was going to finish my collection of Epictetus philosophy. And I sit outside. And it's so enjoyable. Sipping a coffee. Java jolt. Getting jacked on Java jolted. Brewed it myself. Ground it up before kicking my ass with coffee Ah, living in heaven sun's shining there's construction happening next door but to me that means progress I like it and suddenly it's a buzz I hear it's a wasp this wasp is in love with some color I'm wearing and it's just staying right by me because it's like one of those energy-free wasps. So it's like, the dying wasps of September. And I uh, thought I had a drink near me, but I don't, so it's just gonna have to be this 
sort of dry mouth talking for the rest of the podcast. Uh, anyway, the wasp comes in. I gotta leave. I gotta run. So, you know, great time. But I still only had about two minutes. I was only really up for two minutes of, of outdoors time. Although I also did an audition today. Love auditioning. I auditioned for a uh, commercial involving many people. And this is my favorite thing when you do a commercial audition. When there's no dialogue written, so you sit down with strangers you just met, and they're like, talk about your day. So you have to go, hey, uh, well, I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> What's going on? These days, what do you think of climate change? Um, do you, do you, are you uh, alt-right? You know, you're just the first, the things that are on your mind suddenly uh, in your day-to-day are coming out during a feigned conversation with a stranger. And then you don't get the job, and you've alienated these people who you were at the table with, and then they don't cast you in their fringe theater production and then you're stuck at home podcasting alone, which I'm doing right now. <sighs> my eyes are the same color as my body hair. Do you know how weird that is? Yeah, how freaking weird that is. Time to get into the meat of what I have to say. Here's it. Here's it. <laughs> I saw some... I saw a comedy special last night. I watched the Dave Chappelle comedy special, which has made a lot of people upset, and it's caused that horrible uh, reverse thing. The one thing that I find more annoying... Well, I don't really find it that annoying when people get upset about the contents of something. That is their prerogative. But when people who didn't seem to care about Dave Chappelle for the longest time... Are suddenly like, oh, Dave Chappelle's the funniest, and he's he's finally a conservative. And then you watch it, he's like, not a conservative. He made this very difficult special where he was just trying to alienate as many people as he, he possibly could. And uh, he only really managed to alienate the nicer fan base. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel a little awkward talking about a comedy special as a comedian i don't know <laughs> especially someone like dave chappelle who you just you know the go-to feeling i have about him is uh idealizing and so if you have any problem with the special i respect that in fact if you had a problem with the special or if you have an opinion on the special you can write weekly podcast at gmail.com w-e-a-k-l-y podcast at gmail.com or if you're watching the live stream, just say it right now in the comments. If you watch Six and Stones, the comedy special by Dave Chappelle. Um, also, the outcry over this. I, I understand that it upsets people a lot. But what happens when I wind up watching something like this after people have made quite the fuss is it needs to be really, really, really offensive uh, or at length for me to feel uh, like I'm... like it's as bad as people say. 
because the imagination is the ultimate ringmaster of the controversy circus. What? I, I, I just, if you tell me something's bad, I'm going to imagine something far worse than it is, unless it's the Holocaust, which was worse than I could have ever imagined. So sometimes there are these things, or the Epstein thing, but most of the time, no. Most of the time, I'm picturing something far worse. And I hope hell is like that. You know, I hope that what I imagine hell to be is so much worse than what it is if I wind up there. Which I might not, but let's face it. You know, hell's not discriminating. You can wind up in hell for any reason. Like, the other day, I was talking about wasps earlier. I was walking, there was a low-flying, energy-free wasp. And I said, uh, you know what? No one's around. I stepped on the wasp with my shoes. Because it was like revenge for the time I went in my room when I was a kid and I put a blanket over my shirtless body. Nine, 13 year old shirtless body and eight wasps were in the blanket and they stung me. People are, I've got this live stream going on that says you can't possibly watch this little TV. I'll tell you, I watch my VHS on this TV. I play my video games on this TV in my room, if you're watching this. And it works great. And it was given to me by, by my friend, Davida Nemiroff, and years ago. And I've still got it. Speaking of still got it, I've still got it. September is a new day. And I am a new guy. One year of healing. One year of gaming. One year of medicine taking medicine. Now look at me. I'm employable, I think. I'm assuming I will be more employed in the next few months than I've ever been. So remember, I think I might have talked about this on another episode, but for so, no, it was in a newsletter I wrote. Yes, that's what I do. I podcast. I write newsletters. I, I uh, go on Kijiji. I tra barter and trade. I'm a man of, of our new century. Anyway. I, uh, September's the real new year. Why would we want January 1st to be the, the beginning of a new year? Half the world is starting their year in total darkness and frigidity. So the beginning of the year is us just enduring. No thank you. September, best month. That's when it starts. Start things strong. Or don't start them at all. Someone just asked if barter and trade is the the way of the future. I'll tell you, the Buns app that I use, they are hitting some controversy these days. Check it out. It involves crypto. I accidentally was in a crypto experiment, and let me tell you, does not seem to have gone well. Anyway, all the best to the people of Buns. I had to let a few people go today. Buns being the trading app where I... I'm currently trying to get a green screen from somebody so that I can green screen the back of my room for the video stuff of this podcast and put a larger TV in the background because clearly people don't want to see my little mini tiny TV. Did you, did you like that little run of talking? I can do it. I'm not afraid. 
So yeah, I mean, as a comic, it's hard to watch a comedy special. I mean, let's say you like a comedian. It's like, if you see someone changing it up, making an effort, trying to be artful, which frankly, I feel like Dave Chappelle is always trying to do, it's hard for me to view it outside of that perspective. You know, but that being said, when I know people who are trans or have been through all kinds of experiences, and they may be upset by, you know, hearing this, or the people who might be upset. The people who haven't, like, I don't know, people just see what they want to see when they read this stuff, when they watch comedy. They go, oh, there, this person's on my side, if they like it. That is, like, the way 90% of the time. But, on the other hand, is that true? Maybe not. People have laughed at Pat Cooper back in the day. That guy's a scumbag. Jackie Mason. Just named like the two of the oldest comedy references, and you know there's just lots of Adam Sandler's Republican. One of I don't know what my point is here, but I'm just trying to say, you know, now people are mad. The guy from Saturday Night Live, some new edition, was racist, said a racist thing. Isn't there something better we can do with our time? Isn't climate change? The number one problem right now. That wasn't a rhetorical question. Can somebody text me and tell me that climate, if climate change is the number one problem right now? But uh, uh, this thing that people always say. Oh, what? I can't, I can't be mad at Dave Chappelle while also solving climate change. While also... Uh, creating a hierarchy of, of who within an oppressed group is the most to least oppressed? You can't. Use Dungeons and Dragons as a barometer. Back when I was playing Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, second edition, there was something called multi-class. This does not mean someone who has three different types of classy ways of dressing. This is someone who is, say he's an uh, elf. Well, he's a ranger, and he's a fighter, and he's also a magic user. Wow. This is a good guy, this person would be the best hero of them all. Except, it, it, all of his experience points get divided by three, so he moves slower. You see what I'm saying? We're gonna move a lot slower if we're trying to solve all things at once. What you gotta do is you gotta delegate. You gotta get some people who are specifically there to police entertainers. The entertainer police. I'd join the entertainer police. There's nothing I'd like more than to destroy my enemies in entertainment. I would abuse that position, let me tell you. And then you get the other people, you put 75% of the troops are in charge of climate change. And then, okay, so we got, then the rest of them are dealing with the immigrant crisis uh, and stopping the wall. And, uh, and then you got the rest of the world. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think the math worked out there, but um, what I'm trying to say is, have you seen, the, I started watching the Bill Burr special afterwards. I couldn't really 
sort that one out. I think I got a little bit too... Everyone going, you can't talk about anything these days. You can't talk about anything these days without people getting mad. It's just like, no, people just have more of a voice now. So they're going to get mad visibly to you. And celebrities and entertainers used to live in a bubble where you had to walk up to someone at a book signing and yell at them if you disagreed with their take on the moon landing. Then the other thing that happened is this YouTuber I like, ContraPoints, who's viewed as a, one of the good people, I guess also deleted their Twitter because they made some comment about non-binary people that people got mad at. Well, would it be good if we all just deleted our Twitter? Hmm. Lately I like Facebook. I don't know what it is. I mean, I do know what Facebook is. I just don't know what it is that's making me like Facebook. The colors seem old school that they use. Does that make sense? It's the film festival in Toronto right now. TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival. And to celebrate, I uh, haven't brushed my teeth in days in order to create a film on them. And I've done the same with my glasses. I've intentionally put film on them, a soapy film. And I have not gotten any invites to the red carpet. Which I, so I call it the rude carpet, because it's rude of them not to invite me onto that carpet. Yeah. I thought I'd have more to say about this film festival, but I don't know. I've gotten to, like, two movies there in the whole thing. It seems they have cool movies. It's a great way to see a movie. But then you got to wait in this line. Tickets are, like, $30. Everyone says celebrities are here. I haven't seen one. I saw a picture of somebody with Bruce Springsteen. That's cool. He was the, you know... Has anyone made the joke where it's like, well, who's the boss? Springsteen. That show was about... about how Springsteen's the boss. Shouldn't that have been... Like, the show should have just been Tony Danza is a Springsteen super fan. But he can't find him. Where's the boss? He's looking for Springsteen through the course of the show, so it's called Where's the Boss? That'd be a good show. If you've been to any galas or red carpet events, write weeklypodcast at gmail.com and let me know what those were like. <sighs> Starting a new dose of ADHD medication on Monday. I've just been too slow normally. Too! Everything's been very slow. I can't get stuff done. So I'm upping my dose. See how that goes. I'll let you know. Is that the kind of information that should be shared on a podcast? I tried to get off an antidepressant recently. Sucked. Couldn't do it. Coincided with bad things in my life. And I just couldn't handle all that stuff. And let me tell you, if you're listening and you're trying to get off an antidepressant and the side effects are too bad, get back on it! Don't listen to the haters. Pick the exact right time to get off your pill. And if it doesn't feel like the right time, get back on that pill. Well, well, well. Kind of getting to the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you saw, what you heard, can become part of my Patreon experience. I've got some stand-up clips, some wrong-hole songwriting demos. 
I've got some just lots of perks more perks coming and uh, so you could donate monthly and it's nice as little as a dollar a month but then also you could go to ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan the links for both are in the show notes and that's just a way of doing a one-time donation slash message of support and that too can be as much as or as little as it can be as much as you want or as little as a dollar so thank you this has been a true treat I love doing the podcast and for now I say Nick Flanagan weekly Nick Flanagan weekly